What's going on, good people, and welcome to Live by the Three Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Give me a follow on the Instagram page at Live by the Period Number Three and on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three. On July 9th, the Raptors kicked off day two of their summer league in Las Vegas, taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, before we get into that reaction, there is something I want to fact check from the day one reaction pod. I made a reference to a Bulls player, Nate Darling, and I provided a quote unquote little nugget of information in regards to Nate Darling, whom I found out was or is, I should say, from Nova Scotia. So he is a Canadian boy. But the information that I was providing about Nate Darling saying that he was playing overseas at the age of 14, it was actually about Chicago Bulls player Henry Jaw, who actually had a decent game, 10 points coming off the bench, a couple threes, a native of Estonia. He was playing professional basketball at the age of 14, and he played one more year overseas, and he accepted the deal for the Chicago Bulls uh, summer league squad. So... I do apologize. I'm not too proud to admit that I am wrong. I did provide incorrect information or inaccurate information more particularly, and I should have done my due diligence and followed up. So I just want to apologize. The pod is out there similar with the poor audio quality. I also want to apologize for that. You know, we're not perfect, but I could definitely strive to do better. So just wanted to clear the air before we get in to today's reaction pod and this episode has been brought to you by the BetStamp app and it's essentially the google search for all your betting needs and whether you're starting out and want to learn about betting or you're a professional this is the perfect app for you you'll be connected to tens of sports books you'll be com- able to compare bets across the board compare money lines to see how you can maximize your value and also build same game parlay bets so you can preview your bets before actually locking them in and you can unlock all the benefits of the betstamp app with my special code live3 that is live3 to unlock once again all the benefits of the betstamp app you can find it on the google play store apple wherever you get your apps and always remember to please gamble responsibly speaking of bets i really hope you didn't bet on the raptors to defeat the cleveland cavaliers because it was not a pretty game. I didn't think it could get much worse, but then again, it's summer league, so there's always a possibility, and it's not a slight at any of the players. It's just, as I mentioned in the previous pod, there are a bunch of players that are looking to make a name for themselves, so selfishness definitely seeps into the play, and if you don't have a great point guard, it's really going to be difficult to keep a team humming. And outside of the playmaking from Marquise Noel and Grady Dick, there's not a lot of ball movement, a lot of creation happening for the Raptors. In comparison to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who started off the game on a 7-0 run and had it not been for Grady Dick catching fire in the early parts of the first quarter, who knows how this game would have ended up. And we'll, we'll talk about Grady Dick's performance in the player breakdown but in the game itself the Cavaliers were the more aggressive team they had better athletes they had shot makers they looked like they played with a little bit more purpose it was less chaotic it was more organized and they were taking advantage of their skill sets they were creating a lot of drive and kick opportunities They were knocking down shots. They took a lot of shots. They weren't knocking down many, but when they were left open, the opportunities were there and they were able to knock some of them down. For the Raptors, unfortunately, it did not happen that way. 
Not to mention the poor defensive effort from the Raptors, especially on the interior. Uh, Moses Brown, who was great in the first game, but was unfortunately barely playable this game. The Cavaliers, as soon as they get below the free throw line, it was easy money for them. The overreaction from the Raptors defense created a lot of easy pathways to the basket. A pump fake sends the Raptors flying. Penetration into the paint led to a lot of driving kick opportunities and unfortunately the Raptors were left scrambling for most of the game but towards the end of the game the Raptors went on a late push. I believe it was a 12 to 3 run. They got some threes to go down. Marquise Noel started to get going in the later parts of the game but unfortunately for the Raptors the Cavaliers had an answer. They got out in transition a lot more than the Raptors and that was their bread and butter. They weren't getting back on defense and when they were on defense again they were scrambling. They were leading to open shots and the Cavaliers were knocking them down. Not to mention with their ability to get into the paint they created a lot of free throw opportunities and that was the difference in the game unfortunately and the Raptors ended up losing 99 to 76 the Raptors shot 28 for 81 from the field at just under 35 percent five for 31 from three and for a team that lacks shooting on the big club you would think it would have been a prerequisite for this summer league team and unfortunately we don't have shooters 5 for 31 at 16 percent but they did improve at the free throw line 15 for 21 giving them just under 71 percent the Cavaliers shot 33 for 71 from the field at 47 percent 11 for 30 from three at just under 37 percent and 22 for 29 from the free throw line at 76 percent now the Raptors did rebound the ball better and that's because the Cavaliers were chucking up shots they still got out rebounded 46 to 43 but the stats that really stands out to me would have to be the fast break points 20 to 11 for Cleveland only reinforces what I said in the early parts of this pod not getting back on defense the Cavaliers using their athleticism they were the more aggressive team they did not waste any opportunity to punch the basketball inside and when you're that aggressive and when you see a team is lacking that's exactly what you need to do you need to run them off the floor i mean the raptors didn't even have a lead this game and the cavaliers biggest lead was 28 points at one point so another stinker for the raptors unfortunately now as a fan of the game and a student of the game and a fan of the toronto raptors obviously you want to see your team do well and Unfortunately, this was another lackluster performance and granted it is summer league and I'm not trying to dig too deep on this But when I look at other teams across the summer league, they have better athletes than we do They have better skilled players or they have more skilled players than we do. They have three level scoring. They have shot creation They have facilitators playmakers. They have Hoopers and I'm very curious to know what went into the design of this particular roster i mean Masai said that we needed shooting and this team lacked shooting i mean they got they got up 31 threes and they hit five but they weren't all good shot opportunities i the cavaliers in comparison created better shot opportunities i mean marquise noel was digging into the paint 
and kicking it out for wide open shots and we don't have the players that are knocking them down or have the ability to knock them down at a high clip and I think this provides a little window into the developmental pool that I made reference to the other day that it's not very deep and we lack ball players and I do understand that the Raptors have a type but with Masai having the awareness hence the drafting of Grady Dick that they needed more and that they needed more offensive minded players and the Raptors summer league team does not reflect that and this is the team I, I don't know how much success they're going to have at summer league I definitely hope and pray that they're able to figure it out and get going but it does not look good and I think there needs to be a re-evaluation in terms of scouting and what this team necessarily needs going forward because the big club suffers from redundancy and you can definitely see some of that correlating with the summer league roster but not going to panic I'm, I'm not overly concerned we do have Grady Dick and Marquise Noel to look forward to I just don't know the value of the other players outside of Moses Brown and a couple other players but we will see how that all unfolds for the remainder of summer league but let's quickly get into the player breakdown and the Raptors definitely expanded their roster today but I'm not going to go through every single player just going to highlight a few starting off with Grady Dick the Cavaliers opened up the game on a 7-0 run and if it wasn't for Grady Dick catching fire in the first quarter then we probably would have been down by double digits in the early parts of the game. I was really impressed with his approach. He came out aggressive, he was looking for his shot, and he did not shy away, looked more comfortable. And when you're a shooter, you have to maintain that confidence. You cannot lose it. And it definitely seems like that's something that Joe Wieskamp is suffering with right now. But it was a great bounce back game. He was competitive on the defensive end. He was getting on the glass, got eight rebounds, and he was creating opportunities off his dribble penetration. He was creating drive and kick opportunities, dump offs into the paint. Again, Grady Dick and Marquise Noel kept this team humming, and he ended up finishing the game with 11 points, eight rebounds, four assists on five for 13 shooting, one for three from three, but he was taking good shots, and... He did not shy away from the athletes. He was taking on the challenge. He was competing. And that's exactly what you want to see from your young player. Ron Harper Jr. continues to let that ball fly. Just not doing much else outside of that. I know that he did have a bit of a post-up game in college. We have yet to see that at the other level. But he was making attempts of getting into the paint, getting in and trying to create opportunities and finish on the inside rather than just settling for jump shots but it's not that successful and i want to give him props he did lose weight the shot looks a lot better but i don't think he has the explosiveness that will allow him to finish above the rim so he might have to incorporate a bit of a mid-range game a floater have a little bit more finesse rather than getting into the paint and bang so Still don't know the type of player that Ron Harper is going to be, but there are little flashes that I can see that if he's able to tap into it, that he could potentially be more consistent. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, Marquise Noel, a struggle this game for him. The Cavs had great athletes. They had bigger athletes. 
and it was a struggle for him offensively but he was able to get into the paint for an n1 finish in the later parts of the game continues to be great in the pick and roll in creating drive and kick opportunities dumping it off in the paint similar to grady dick it just did not translate to success and when he was able to create those drive and kick opportunities the shots weren't going down and a lot of them were open threes five for 31 you know the rest the one thing that i admire about him is that he does not back down from a challenge and he did not shy away from the challenge he maintained his level of aggression on both sides of the basketball it was just unfortunate that it didn't translate to similar success but i liked what i've seen from him so far very curious to know what the point guard situation is going to look like i definitely feel that he is destined for the 905 but if he's able to recapture game one performance and let it translate for the rest of the summer league might be able to squeeze in there he's been a presence he's been our most consistent playmaker i don't know where this team would be without him or grady dick but marquise noel has been a pleasant surprise and i think that he did not get enough credit for his playmaking as much as he should dj hogg he was just letting that thing fly today was able to get into the paint went three four from the free throw line settled for a lot of jump shots similar to ron harper but he hit a couple threes finishing the game with 11 points four rebounds two assists moses brown had a tough game defensively the cavaliers weren't scared of him and he was getting out muscled today by the cavaliers and was unable to stay on the floor for long um was a bit of a liability defensively in general defensively the raptors were a liability it was just hard for him to stay on the floor but offensively no complaints seven points two rebounds going two for two from the field and three for three from the free throw line with that funky free throw shot if you haven't seen it and two rebounds one steal on the block i definitely like what i've seen from moses brown I, I mean he wasn't as impactful as he was in game one but there are flashes from him and the raptors don't have any young big man outside of christian coloco and precious Achua, like i mentioned in the last pod so i think that moses brown would be a solid 905 candidate or if he's able to wow some people similar to marquise noel maybe he's squeezing on the back end of the rotation but still a lot of basketball to be played and joe wieskamp unfortunately struggled went 0 for 4 from 3 finishing the game with just one point and going one for two from the free throw line he does not look comfortable at all granted not a lot of shot opportunities are being created for him and when they are he's not able to knock them down he went 0 for 5 from the game and again i don't know how he stays on this roster and he was touted as one of the better shooting prospects when he declared for the nba draft i just haven't seen it yet maybe it gets better if they decide to take a swing on him and he might be able to get those shot opportunities when he goes to the big club but that remains to be seen and for honorable mention rj nembhard um, no relation to andrew nembhard a 6-4 guard don't know much about him other than he has played for the cleveland cavaliers I, I believe he went undrafted in 2021 and signed with the miami heat and he later signed 
with the Cleveland Cavaliers on a two-way deal and it was later converted into standard contract and he was eventually cut an undersized guard but he did have a decent performance one of few for the Raptors today getting nine points four rebounds two assists and a steal three for six shooting one for two from three and two for four from the free throw line not a very inspiring game by the Raptors once again uh, they are going to get a couple days off they don't play again till Wednesday which is July 12th and they'll be taking on the Detroit Pistons another team with great athletes great hoopers so it'll be interesting to see how they respond there but hopefully the couple days rest will do them some good and they'll be able to iron out all the wrinkles so to speak and put together a, a, a much more inspiring performance than what we have seen as of late and more particularly get some shots to fall down but before we get out of here some nba news and it has to do with greg popovich in my humble opinion the greatest coach in basketball history he signs a, a new five-year deal with the san antonio spurs worth of more than 80 million dollars and he has the ability to earn out that contract even if he doesn't want to coach the entire five years i don't know how old he is i think he has to be in his 70s at minimum maybe even pushing 80 i'm not 100 percent but he's been coaching for a long time and i'm going to assume that signing wemby and i'm going to assume that drafting wemby has something to do with him wanting to see how it all plays out with this new five-year deal so congratulations to pop congratulations to the spurs and especially Wemby, who has one of the greatest coaches that basketball has ever seen. And I know there's been a lot of panic around Wemby's performance, but again, it's just summer league. There is going to be an adjustment. I think he'll be just fine. And I'll leave it off there. Thank you to all listeners new and old for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you. If you have not done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It'll mean so much if you take the time to do so. And until the next episode, everyone, please continue to stay healthy and stay safe. Good people. Peace.